For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back into the program. I guess it's technically hour number two of the show, but don't worry about the first hour. You didn't really miss anything. Uh, but we are now back on the air. Uh, we are back with our phones. So you can call in at 508-996-0500. And we are working on getting the stream back up as well. So thank goodness for Frank. He was able to come in here and get everything back up and going for us. But right now... We are at least able to take your phone calls again at 508-996-0500. And I was getting a number of app chat messages, and I'm going to read some of those, except those just refreshed. All right, maybe I'm not. I think I, uh, I, think I killed my own little internet connection. But that's all right. We'll figure that part out. So... I was saying that we had a fantastic listener meet and greet, I guess, is probably the, the term that we'll use going forward. That seemed to work. But even that felt more formal than what it actually was. What we had was a great get-together, a great opportunity to meet one another, to feel like... You know, we, we know each other better. And I'm hoping that that helps foster some good conversations here on the air. But I got to tell you, it was so nice to see, like, who the most requested callers were. Uh, not bad, Oak Bluff said, you might want to try your opening monologue again because most of us missed it while the engineer was trying to get you back online. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Um, I don't recall any of it. So basically I was just, you know, talking about how great it was to be able to have that face-to-face -face with everybody and to realize that we, there's a lot of more, there's a lot more things that bring us together than separate us apart. Uh, RJ says, Chris most definitely has the best circle around him. 
I mean, he was certainly, everybody wanted to come up and talk to Chris. Everybody wanted to see him because if you remember, the last kind of station event we had was a fundraiser for Chris back before he was even back on the air. And he was still fighting his way back, still going through a lot of challenges. And to see how much he has come back in that time has been incredible. I mean, to see him there walking around and mingling among everybody, when you think about the fact that he actually died, it's, it's really impressive, impressive, isn't it? It's a testament to who he is as a person, and so I'm glad that people were able to come out and see him. And we are going to do more of these, so the folks who couldn't make it this time, you know, this kind of came together quickly because we'd been trying to find a location, and when it was offered up for us to be able to use Knuckleheads, we said, all right, let's, let's get this done because people had been asking for it for so long that we said, let's just get the first one done. We'll do it the week of Thanksgiving because you know, if you do it on Tuesday, people are usually around. We know Wednesday is a night when people usually either stay in or already go out and party somewhere else. So we figured Tuesday would work. And then you could still go and do all of your, your regular stuff. So I'm uh, trying, oh, yep, looks like the phone is down again, if Frank can hear me. It looks like the phone went down again. So we'll, we'll work on that. But let me read, Sketty's trying to call in, but let me read what she wanted to say. And then, Sketty, if you still get a chance to call in when the phones are running, don't let that, don't let that uh, preclude you from calling back in. Uh, she says, I'm sad I can't be heard because I really want to say how much I loved meeting everyone. I will re-express myself tomorrow because I want them to hear me. Thank them for their kindness. Tim, thank you, but please say what I texted. Okay. I had a wonderful time. I was so nervous to meet everyone. There was nothing to be nervous about. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, everyone, for your warmth and openness. And I really, you know, I put this on everybody else. This was, this came from the listeners. This was your idea. Because when we work on this side of the radio, we think about things in terms of how it promotes the station. We think about things of, you know, what can we do out there or, you know, the causes that we work with, something out there in the community. But that's what we're thinking. We're thinking from a promotional angle because that's what we do. But it took people calling in and saying, you know, we want a chance to meet each other and to say hello to each other and to kind of take that away from being a state. And that's why I fought so much not to make it a station thing, not to make it a, you know, sponsored, have the van out front, put up the tent, all that kind of stuff. I didn't want it to have that kind of feel because it, it, it didn't want it to be about us at all. I wanted it to be about you. And I think that that worked out. I think that people felt that way. And yeah, it was nice to talk to the folks who were there that are from the station, but it was really about you all getting to meet each other and seeing at the end of the night people giving each other hugs and kisses and all that kind of stuff when you were all strangers just a few hours before was, uh, was pretty awesome. And thanks to everybody who stopped by, not only the listeners, but some of the 
people that you hear here on the air. So not so it was I was there, Chris, Jess, Adam Bass, Ariel, our market president Mark Stakowski came by. Uh, I think that's everybody from the on air. I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. And if I am, I apologize. Uh, but then also, you know, city councilor at large, Ian Abreu came by before the meeting. Uh, soon to take over in Ward 1, councilor-elect Leo Chiquette stopped by. Uh, Bob McConnell, who you hear call in, but is also the Republican town committeeman, he, he stopped in. Uh, let's see, who else was there? Former Sheriff Tom Hodgson. So it was, you know, nice to have that mix of our hosts, our frequent guests and contributors, and you, the listeners. So hopefully you enjoyed yourself and we will, we will have another one of those. I'm thinking after the holidays, so maybe like late January. Yeah, maybe late January, early February. Hopefully there won't be, you know, too much snow in the forecast. But I think it would be uh, nice to do it every, every, just every couple of months. And each time, maybe it grows a little bit more or you get to meet some different people and make some new friends. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be prone to just give out that phone number, but I'm going to just keep checking it to see when we get it back up and running. You can, in the meantime, send me those app chat messages. Uh, I believe my internet for my phone will hold out. I don't, I have unlimited internet. It just might slow down a little bit, but I should keep using it as a hotspot until we get that up and running. If you didn't see the story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app about the city council's announcement yesterday, I thought the timing of this was very interesting. I don't think there's anything to the timing of this. I think that this was just the way that things naturally played out, but it's still kind of funny how it lines up. Yesterday, the announcement came out that the New Bedford City Council will now be live streaming all of its regular meetings, all of its special meetings, and uh, key committee meetings, which is really like the, the meetings that you would most care about will be live streamed. In fact, there's some, too, that, you know, don't meet that often. That'll still be part of this live stream option. And I had a conversation with, with Council President Morad about this earlier in the year where we talked about what the holdups were for this. And it was some technical issues with being able to broadcast everything that they needed to broadcast from the council chambers. When they went to Zoom during the pandemic... It was a lot easier because they weren't going anywhere. They weren't leaving their seats. They didn't have to go into the antechamber. They didn't have to do other things. So it was a lot easier to just have somebody, have everybody sit in front of their webcams and carry that meeting. There were some other challenges, logistical challenges, and I even talked with New Bedford Cable Access, you know, not that I didn't believe what Council President Morad was saying, but also she's not 
a technical person. She's not, she's not the person that knows all the ins and outs of what it is. So I talked to Jim Marshall about it, and, oh, looks like the Internet's coming back. Um, I have some rudimentary knowledge of that stuff. I used to live stream meetings when I was in high school, and I, I, we would get paid to do the live streaming. I kind of understand some of what goes on. It's obviously not the same these days. But he kind of explained to me some of the challenges, too. And I said, okay, well, it's something that they're working on figuring out. And certainly they want to have it figured out because if you go to some other towns, some other communities, their live streams don't even require a person to be there operating a camera. They just put remote cameras in and they can operate it from back in their cable studios. Or they can sit at a switcher in the in the chamber. Or they can just let it all happen automatically. They can just set it to start recording at 7 p.m. The cameras can actually switch based on who's speaking and what, what microphone is picking up the most sound. It'll automatically switch in the shot and then it'll shut off when the meeting is over. Like, it's amazing what the technology is for some of this. You don't have to have people that are there running the meetings all the time. Now, in New Bedford, they do. They have people running them. I don't think they have all of that advanced technology, and they have great people that work there, so keep them working. But you'll be able to watch these meetings now live from the comfort of your home. They will be streaming on the city's website. That's all that the announcement said. And I'll talk more with this, with Council President Moyet about this next week when she joins us again a week from Friday because we'll be off on Friday. And we can talk a little bit more about this. Like, will that be carried over to the cable access channel? Will that be, you know, how, how long is it going to take after the meeting airs for it to be available? Because as you know now, you have to wait for it to be uploaded when a lot of the live streams can be available directly after. During the Zoom era, the meeting would end. You'd wait about 10 minutes, and the full video would be available to watch if you'd missed any part of it. So we're working on, you know, trying to modernize our world, and this, this is certainly a big step for those who care about New Bedford politics. And I think that we will have uh, we will have a lot more interest in what goes on as a result of it. Uh, Frank, if you can hear me, it looks like the phone's still not working, but everything else is. I can't can't call into the phone unless it's just a me issue. You can try calling me five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. But the Interest level has waned, and I want to say that there was a pretty, pretty considerable interest during the pandemic era, so maybe some of that will come back. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. <laughs>
And welcome back in. So, first of all, if you're hungry this morning, why not head on over to just another Phoenix restaurant? I was talking with Laura last night at the listener meet and greet, and she was telling me how, because she's got the week off, she went over to just another Phoenix and had breakfast, and she loved it. She loved the experience over there. And because yesterday was Tuesday, she got free coffee as a senior. So it's really, really cool the way that they want to take care of and give back to their customers. But the most important thing is that they just put out a fantastic breakfast. So if you don't want to have to worry about cooking today because you're going to be doing heavy cooking tomorrow, you want to get out and have yourself a little treat to start off your morning before you got to go do the shopping or whatever else it might be, then hit up Just Another Phoenix on Fawns Corner Road in Dartmouth. Or maybe on Friday, you're going to be out going shopping. Some people, the online thing just isn't for them. They have to have it in their hands, and they want to get out there and get those Black Friday deals. But, of course, you've got to fuel up to go out there and do all that shopping, right? So you can get yourself a delicious breakfast at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant, Fawns Corner Road in Dartmouth. And if you don't have time to sit down and have that breakfast, you can get it to go. So if you're worried about getting to the stores in time, go through the drive-thru, get some of that delicious food. You can even scarf it in the car. I'm not going to tell anybody. There's no shame in that. It's It's an important day. It's an important shopping day. There's no shame in sitting there in your car and eating your omelet. Because you can get an omelet through the drive-thru window. You can get pancakes. You can get French toast. You can't get that stuff through the drive-thru at the fast food places, but you can at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant, Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. Treat yourself to something delicious today. All right, I was telling you about the New Bedford City Council and the live streaming of, of key meetings, key committee meetings, in addition to the regular and special meetings of the full council. So let me tell you exactly which, me- which meetings you'll be able to, to live stream. So again, all regular and special meetings of the full city council will be live streamed on the city's website, as well as the special committee on affordable housing and homeless affairs. So that housing committee that's been the center of a lot of discussion as the rent stabilization question keeps coming up in New Bedford, those meetings will be streamed. The committee on appointments and briefings, the Committee on Cannabis Regulation and Host Community Agreements Review, the Committee on City Property, the Committee on Environmental Affairs, the Committee on Finance, the Committee on Ordinances, the Committee on Public Safety and Neighborhoods, and the Committee on Veterans Affairs, Elderly, Youth, Health, and Housing, and Disability Issues. So that's pretty much a majority of the council's work. You'll be able to watch those live, of their, their, their meeting work. You'll be able to see live streamed on the city's website, and also view the archives of those as well. So you can check that out. And what you know what? Go and watch a archived episode, an, ar- an archived meeting. Go and watch that and see what the process is. And then you can see for yourself if it is, you know, a good format for you to watch it. And this will hopefully increase engagement and increase voter participation and increase interest in the work of the city council. That's what I hope will be the end result of this, but at least you'll get to see your government in action. And it certainly makes things a lot easier for us as talk show hosts to be able to see what's going on instead of having to wait 
you know, because a lot of times we want to talk about what happened and we can't because the meeting hasn't been posted yet and we couldn't make it out there. So this will give us the opportunity to see it and to, to be able to watch things both in real time and with an immediate archive. So, all right, let's go into the newsroom now and get all of the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Israel and Hamas have reached a deal to release hostages. The agreement approved by Israel's cabinet will include a multi-day ceasefire and the release of 50 women and children, including three Americans, held by Hamas. Israel would release roughly 150 Palestinian women and child prisoners. The U.S. is launching retaliatory strikes against Iran-backed militant in Iraq. U.S. Central Command says a round of airstrikes was launched early today against two facilities backed by Iran that were involved in attacks against U.S. forces stationed in Iraq on Tuesday. Severe storms and snow could complicate Thanksgiving travel. The National Weather Service's Prediction Center says there are two main storm systems that will affect the U.S., particularly in the south and east coast. A New York Democrat is apologizing for what he says was a poor choice of words when referring to former President Donald Trump. Congressman Daniel Goldman said during an interview that Trump is danger to democracy and must be eliminated. In a post on X, Goldman said that while Trump must be defeated in 2024, he wishes no harm to the former president and does not condone political violence. Authorities say two adults and a girl were killed in the landslide in Alaska Monday night, and three other people, an adult and two children, are still missing. Another woman was rescued from a different home in the area in southeast Alaska. And more American voters support funding for security along the U.S. southern border than for foreign conflicts. That's according to an NBC News national poll that found 74% of voters supported more funding for security at the U.S.-Mexico border. Meanwhile, 58% supported more funding for humanitarian aid to Gaza, while 55% backed more military aid funding for Israel. In sports, the Celtics will be hosting the Milwaukee Bucks tonight at TD Garden. On Sunday afternoon, the Patriots will be playing the New York Giants, and the Bruins will be playing the Florida Panthers tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Rain heavy at times impacting commuters this morning with the temperatures in the mid to low 40s. Gusty winds 25 to 35 miles per hour picking up. Rain will taper off as the day progresses this afternoon under mostly cloudy skies. Those temperatures in the mid 50s. Overnight, not that chilly. Temperatures around 40. Clouds will prevail. And then as we head into this Thanksgiving day, dry, cool, but brisk in the mid to lower 50s. Sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
Welcome back in. So we've got the radio broadcast running. We've got the stream back. We're just working on getting the phones up and running again. Still having a little bit of trouble with that. You know what's also giving us trouble is the weather. So if you're planning on getting out and traveling today, just know that it's going to be slowed down and affected by the wet, windy weather that we have. But the weather is going to clear up. Tomorrow should be a nice day. We're looking at, you know, 53 degrees and sunny. Then Friday and Saturday. Friday is going to be a decent day. 50 degrees, partly cloudy. Saturday, it's going to get cold. 37 degrees, partly cloudy. But why am I telling you about what's going to happen Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Because that's when you'll be able to go to Edaville. Edaville and the Festival of Lights is happening once again. And they brought it back and they've made it better than ever. Because now they're running exclusively steam trains. Which if you are a Edaville geek like me, if you're a train geek like me, that makes a big difference. Yeah, the diesels are fun. But they're nothing like the actual steam train chugging along the narrow gauge track through the... Atwood Boggs and taking you out to see Peacedale and all of that and all those millions of lights. And it just feels different having the steam train pulling you along. And they've got the steam trains. They've got their vintage amusement rides. They've got the Alpine Village. You might remember that under a different name with all those different rides. They're all back open again. Now it is the Edaville and Atwood Cranberries branded Alpine Village beautiful work done on those rides to make them all new and uh, so you'll be able to ride those as well and of course the big guy is there Santa Claus along with all of their vendors and all of the great shopping you can do local businesses local crafters tasty treats and snacks from food stands throughout the park so much to do at Edaville and it all starts as low as $12.95 a person they have those Tiered ticket packages once again. So if you just want to get in and experience the lights and walk around and spend time getting the Christmas spirit at Edaville, you can walk in for just twelve ninety five a person. Now you can also get a, a the next level where you can also take a steam train ride, or you can get the top level where you can also ride all of the amusement rides as well. But what's different this year, what's new this year, is Edaville is also offering ride tickets, like at a carnival. So if you do go in there on the $12.95 ticket, and, you know, that doesn't give you the access to the rides, but you decide, ah, you know what, I think I do want to ride the train. Or I would like to at least just ride the carousel with the kids. You can buy individual tickets for those. So that you don't have to just do a full upgrade of your, your ticket if you only want to go on one ride or one thing. You can just buy those tickets like you would at a carnival and then hand those over. Very helpful and a way to help you save. So you can get your tickets now, again, starting as low as $12.95 a person, but they are selling fast. So go to edaville.com and get yours before they are gone. And it's going to be a fun time over there at Edaville. Again, edaville.com. Okay. So I was also going to bring up another story that we have at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. This came after we had our discussion with Jack Spillane 
after we were turning on the light and discussing the Star Store and the latest developments in the Star Store saga, Senator Mark Montigny put out a press release yesterday that he has been working with the Senate, got Senate, this got approved by the Senate, uh, so now it's still in the process, but it's pushed through to give some financial relief to the student artists who were displaced by the Star Store campus not being open this year, this semester. Okay, we were hoping that those students would get something to make up for their displacement and their lack of access to what they were promised when they paid their tuition. What's interesting about this, and this is why we keep talking about the story. You know, there's one person that will send in an app chat message saying, why are you still talking about this? Nobody cares. And I will tell you, you are the only person that has said that you don't care about this story. Because where it really matters is not just about the way that these individual students are affected. It's about what UMass was trying to pull over your eyes and is still trying to pull over your eyes with your taxpayer dollars. It's one thing if you want to say, well, you know, then just... It's the tuition from the kids and it's the kids that pay the tuition and the tuition tape pays this. And if they're screwing around with the tuition, whatever. But this is your tax dollars that are getting screwed around with because Senator Montigny had worked to secure funding for the Star Stores operation. And that money that was appropriated was not being spent. The Star Store was appropriated in... Fiscal year 2022, $2.7 million. And in 2023, it was appropriated $2.7 million. So the same amount both years. In 2022, they had an unused portion of that of about $181,000. And then in 2023, about $130,000. So $310,000 that they didn't use, yet they're saying that the maintenance and the cost of being in the building was too high. How does that add up? How can it cost too much if you're not spending what you need? So with this money that was left over, this $310,000, Senator Montigny put forward to have that money dispersed to the students that would displace. So what did they say? There was something like 116 students. Man, I can't do math, so let me pull up my phone's calculator and do $310,000 divided by 116, because I think that was the number. So we're talking about giving each one of those kids back $2,672. Now, will that $2,672 make a big difference in their lives and what they've had to endure this semester? Probably not. But at least it shows them that their local delegation cares more about them than the school does. Or maybe not their local, but local to the school. 
At least it's something. I mean, maybe that helps with some of the gas that they've had to spend to, to drive to a different location because many of them would just live in the downtown area. Now they have to get themselves over to Bed Bath & Beyond or the main campus. So at least it helps with something. How much it will help, I, I don't know. It's certainly not a fair equivalency. I'm going to uh, take a break here. Send me an app chat message. If you've got something on your mind, you want to contribute something to the show, we're working on getting the phones back up. We'll be back in just a few moments. <laughs> in now working on getting the phones back up but for now you can send me an app chat message on the wbsm app and i want to let you know too as we are heading into thanksgiving tomorrow that sunrise bakery is going to be open tomorrow from 4 30 a.m until noon so it'll be first come for for, for fresh baked portuguese bread and plenty of pies and european pastries they will not be taking pre-orders this year as they have in the past. So no pre-orders this year. So plan accordingly. They're open today, of course, but you can also stop by tomorrow morning, again, 4.30 a.m. until noon. Sunrise Bakery on Bolton Street in New Bedford. They also have fresh baked sweet bread, rice pudding, and cheesecakes. You can still get all of your favorite pies, blueberry, apple, my favorite Boston cream pie, my mom's favorite mincemeat pie, carrot cake, just to name a few. And you can also get, you know, this is going to be something that would be huge for you today as you are trying to avoid having to cook anything or as you're prepping a lot of the cooking for tomorrow, you don't really have time to make a meal today. Stop by and get some of their delicious homemade casserola, some of their tuna fish or their chicken salad sandwiches, or you can get a container of the casserola, the tuna, the chicken salad, and some of their fresh baked rolls, and you can make the sandwiches yourself at home. Make it a stress-free holiday, and the important part here, enjoy spending more time with your family by letting Sunrise do the baking for you. Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. And uh, going back to the UMass Dartmouth story, and as I was looking at some of those numbers and looking at some of the math, I'm thinking to myself, that's $2,600 or whatever the number was per student for this semester. What's going to happen in the spring? Will there still be an appetite to want to help those students in some way financially when you've already kind of done something for them this time around? Because there's, there's a tuition bill that came due for the spring semester. I'm sure it's due now, probably. And now the students know what they're getting into. What's going to happen with the enrollment? Will those kids just decide to go somewhere else? Those students, I shouldn't say kids. Will those students decide just to go somewhere else? 
Or as most of them are kind of far into their UMass art careers, do they just endure it to, to, to finish and, and be done? So that's a tough question that each one of those students has to ask themselves before they write the check to cover or have, you know, the, the loan come out or whatever it might be to pay that tuition for next spring. And it's horrible that they have to be put into that position. And the school keeps putting them in that position by not having any answers. That's the problem. So I'm seeing a few app chat messages here. I will get to those. Uh, I do have to take my final break of this hour. We're getting you know caught up on everything because we were down for that first hour. But we're getting caught up on all of that stuff now. I mentioned, you know, not wanting to cook and not wanting to have to turn on the oven or having your oven already full of things that you're prepping. So why not give yourself a good treat, a really good treat, and go out for dinner tonight, right? Wouldn't you much rather go out to, to dinner now, this evening, than have to make something tonight knowing you're going to have to do a bunch of cooking tomorrow? Well, the place to do that is Alianza Restaurant. 98 Cove Street in New Bedford. They've got a special today that, oh man, I, I, I don't even know if I'm going to, you know what, I, I just got to go get it. I just got to go get it. I can't pass up Caserla Shepherd's Pie. Two favorites brought together. That's the special today at Alianza. And I was thinking to myself, do I want to eat something that sounds, you know, like a good filling meal when I know I'm going to have a good filling Thanksgiving meal tomorrow? And the answer to that question is absolutely 100% yes. Caserla Shepherd's Pie. That's the special today. They'll be closed tomorrow, but they'll be open again on Friday with their traditional Friday octopus uh, special. So that's just some of the great meals you can get at Alianza. But also, don't forget, you can also book your holiday parties there, too. And Santa will be making his annual visit to Alianza in December. So if you want to follow along with all of this and if you want to get all of their daily specials, just follow Alianza Restaurant on Facebook or you can go to their restaurant, Alianza, go to their website, rather, AlianzaRestaurant.com. But I would just recommend following the Facebook page because you get to see those specials each week and you get all the latest news about Alianza and you get photos of some of those delicious specials. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be thinking about Caserla Shepherd's Pie all day. Alianza Restaurant, you can visit them at 98 Cove Street in New Bedford. We'll be back in just a few moments.
going into the news in just a few moments when we come back on the other side we'll talk some more you can send in those app chat messages i'll get into the ones that have been coming in and we'll read those on the air uh, that's what we'll have to do until we can get the phones up and running again we've uh, pushed it up to the corporate level and say without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.